Hey guys, be sure to check out our sponsors, the ones that help us make this possible. Taylor's Tins, a longtime sponsor, probably the first sponsor of National Fire Radio. Taylor and his crew have become good friends of ours here at National Fire Radio, and they've always been a supporter of what we've been in our mission. And so, Taylor, thank you. And a quick shout-out to them. Established in 2017, Taylor's Tins have been manufacturing helmet fronts made of tin. They could be deconned. Stop burning up your leather shields. They're making an incredible product. They are the definition of customer service. One to two day turnaround time for shield orders up to 500 pieces. They have shields in bulk order to large cities and municipalities down to the one-off custom shields that they design on the fly. Go to www.taylorstins.com. Send them a message through the website. They'll get back to you immediately from custom design to out the door is typically less than two days. Customer service is their forte. They are very good at what they do. Helmet fronts? Nope. They got more than that. They got signs. They got locker tags, keychains, signage, awards, banquet gifts. You name it, they can do it. Check them out at taylorstins.com. Taylor, thank you for the support. We appreciate you, brother. Thanks for being a longtime sponsor of National Fire Radio. In the words of Taylor and his crew, stop burning up leather. Another great sponsor of the National Fire Radio podcast, Fire Department Coffee. Based out of Rockford, Illinois, Fire Department Coffee is a veteran-owned, firefighter-run coffee company dedicated to providing great-tasting, freshly roasted coffee to people everywhere. Along with providing a growing selection of incredible coffee, including signature spirit-infused roasts, Fire Department Coffee also supports our fellow first responders in need through the Fire Department Coffee Foundation by giving back to those who have been injured on the job, mentally or physically, or who are facing other serious health challenges. Fire Department Coffee is a stand-up company. They are friends. Jason Patton and his crew, they do incredible work. They have a, a great product that is doing what we need to be doing, supporting our own. So, Jason and the crew of Fire Department Coffee, thank you for your sponsorship and support of the National Fire Radio platform. We appreciate your friendship, and we love your coffee. Hey everyone, Jeremy, National Fire Radio, back at it with Robert Ridley. Rob, what's up, buddy? Not much, man. What's going on? Uh, I'm loving this format, man. Once a day, dropping a new podcast on the audio platform. I'm trying to be cool by using words like dropping. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't think it's really you, but... Uh... No, it's totally not me. I'm just trying to be cool, trying to relate, trying to be relatable. No, not even close. So, listen, this is what I want to do today. We uh, we released one uh, today, uh, which was about, uh, what was that one about? Take, taking uh, accountability of your mistakes, talking yep. about we all make them, and then it's what we do with them, and uh, can we learn from them if we don't accept responsibility. It's getting some pretty good feedback, a lot of conversation going. I've gotten a lot of texts and messages uh, today about that one, which is good. So there's another one I want to talk about, and I talk about it all the time, Rob, with you and the guys when we quote out projects and we do different things with manufacturers or when we work with the, with the NFR community, and that's our value proposition and, um, and so on. And so I would love to hear your take on my value proposition because you know how important it is to me, and uh, most of the people probably listening to this have no idea what I mean by that. So I'd love to get your take on it because I've been, uh, from day one, I've always maintained that we need to give more than we take. Yeah. and it, Well, I mean, it was a hard concept for me to understand, too, because it's something that you certainly uh, 
laid out and, and, and helped me develop a little bit more of, but the, the basis of what I understand is exactly that. Let's, let's always have value to the people we interact with and, um, you know, whoever is listening to us, uh, digesting our content, or if we're working with a partner, um, you know, a manufacturer, et cetera, making sure that we're adding value to them and, uh, always putting that on the front end, um, you know, it's, it's pretty much how I've, how I've kind of understood it. And that's what I tell people that we do. Cause I think that is what we do. Um, yeah, for sure. But, but I think too, and I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate you throwing that out there because I think for me, what's most important in this value proposition is that we always give more than we take. And I think that where that comes from truthfully, uh, is the American fire service. I mean, that's, that's what we are, right? That's what we do. And that's what I firmly believe in is that we deliver, and there's an expectation of our services and we are to provide for our residents and for our guests of our communities and anyone, the citizens, right? The, the, the plain folk that we protect day in and day out, we're supposed to give them everything and our lives if need be. And that's, that's a sworn, a sworn oath that many, many of us took. I don't know if everybody takes that oath, uh, but they should. They should put their hand on the Bible, and they should raise their right hand, and they should say that they're here for the right reasons. And that is value proposition 101. You're willing to give everything for someone else, and that means that you're giving more than you're taking. Yeah. And I also think, too, back to when we started, you, we had a very honest conversation in the beginning of all this, and we're going way back in time, but you know, it, it's it's also the understanding that the American Fire Service has has given us more than we would ever be able to give back. So we have to try to make an attempt to, to give back. Incredibly so that, grateful. So, yeah, no, it, it, you're 100 percent right. I mean, from what I get out of it, like the selfishness for me. Right. I mean, when so let's put, let's let's paint a picture. Right. Value proposition is very much this. We give more than we take, meaning it could be 51-49, it could be 70-30, 60-40. You know, it doesn't matter, but the proposition has to be that you give more than you're taking. And when you start to take more than you're giving, your priorities are, are skewed, your outlook is skewed, and something else is driving the conversation that typically will end in a bad result. Anytime you're in it for yourself regardless in life, you typically do not come out on top. Correct. And we see unfortunate uh, examples of that. And I mean, everyday life, but even in the fire service, I think, you know, then, and usually it's a, a sign that somebody needs to either take a break, get out or uh, something else. But yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think so many people don't, when, when you can have an honest conversation like we're having right now, where you, where you paint the picture that way, that you give more than you take, I think then guys look back and career volunteer in the firehouse, you start to look at what your output is versus your selfish needs on the input, right? It's like, what is the fire service, the firehouse, your contract, your clothing allowance, your stipend, your whatever the situation is. Are you doing it for those reasons? And do we hold those reasons as to what's fueling my want and desire to be a firefighter? Or 
are we doing it because we truly enjoy being a firefighter? And the selfishness we get out of it is the satisfaction that we are providing a service, being civic-minded, also being a little bit selfish and taking hold of that adrenaline push, uh, that drive to be bigger and better as a team, not as an individual, but also to push ourselves as individuals. Like, those are the selfish takes of it. I totally get that. But I think too often we're looking more about me, me, me these days instead of them, them, them. And I hate the, I hate the them conversation because it just should be understood. But we are truly here for our civilians, and, and we need to be. And when we start losing sight of why we're here, then the value proposition starts to get skewed because we're no longer there for them. We're no longer there unconditionally because now we put conditions on it. We're more worried about ourselves. We're taking more than we're giving. Yeah, and you bring up a great point with the whole, like, it should be assumed, but, you know, it really, it shocked me, you know, a couple of years ago going out to, going out to FireX Talk and having that conversation. It was the first time that I got to meet Mo Davis, and they they were asking us these questions about who we were here for, and how would we put that on a piece of paper if we had to? And, uh, like what risk were we, were, were we willing to take? And like, you know, it was, it was me, Mo Davis, Jim Oletsky from Cherry Hill, and then a guy from Minneapolis. Um, and we all kind of finally, after the third or fourth question, looked at each other and I didn't know Mo at the time. So I pointed at him and I said, you guys go into burning buildings and get civilians out. Right. And he, <laughs> he was like, yes, we do. And I, you know, pointed to Jim and I was like, I know what Cherry Hill's reputation is. And you guys aren't sitting outside questioning who it is we're helping. And I said, Minneapolis. And he's like, no, we go in burning buildings. We get people out. And I'm like, and I asked the question, Hey, what, what is the point of all this? Because I didn't realize that that had infested the fire service in areas of the country or in pockets uh, like it did. <laughs> I yeah. just was blown away by that. Yeah. And that's just, one- we don't, we don't get to put conditions on, down Cujo. I think that's what we um, we talk about all the time. Is that you know is is that we don't we sell ourselves on that uh, on that aspect that we don't put conditions on who it is that we help. We, Rob, we, you know, yeah, good, good. Finish. You know, we say like we, we can't see we can't see who it is in the smoke, so we don't know who's who's there. You know, it, all we know is it's a victim. They need our help. And they're in a really, really bad spot. And that's why we're there. And that's the fire ground, right? So, you know, that that conversation we shouldn't even have to have. I mean, this should just be a common understanding amongst all of us that this is the exact reason why we do what we do. Again, the blind doesn't matter. Career volunteer, it doesn't matter. It's the same job regardless. I'm more interested in how we all want to take more out of this job than than we used to, I think. We've become yeah. we've become more selfish as a society where we've come to realize that we need to focus more on the individual. And I think that's taking away a lot of uh, it's taking away from what we know the institution to be, what we know a society to be. Right. I mean, growing up, I was a hold the door open, please. And thank you type of kid. And we're losing track of that because people are becoming more self-indulgent on themselves. They're, they're more self-absorbed because we're telling everybody it's okay to be. Oh, you need to take care of yourself. You need to, you know, you whatever you need, you need to have. But there has to be a collective good. I think too often that conversation gets very skewed. And all of a sudden we're taking more and we're giving less. And I think when the take is more than the give, 
we suffer. Well, yeah, I, I, I've, I think the trying to figure out where that came from is, is, is the, the but don't, but don't we do it all the time though? I mean, I can speak to the volunteer side. You can speak to the career side, but we're, we're caught up on all the little things that add up to bad attitudes, a lack of desire to do anything more than what the contract says, or in the volunteer world, that guy, I don't like that guy. So I'm not going to start showing up more like all this shit, right. That gets wrapped up into this. Now I know this where it's a simplified conversation, but I think we can talk about it in simple terms. I know it gets very muddy, very dirty. There's a lot involved, right? Especially with contracts and it's your career and you're, you know, you're trying to make a living and the district squeezing every penny. And I'm not talking about like, this is just in general, this is generalized talk, you know, where cities and, and municipalities are squeezing every penny and squeezing unions and squeezing guys on their vacation. And I get all that. I get that's part of the conversation. Right. But when that starts to affect your job or when that starts to affect your response as a volunteer, because all of a sudden, you know, you're you're having a disagreement in the firehouse or the municipality is not getting the equipment you need right away or you think that you deserve more, whatever, whatever the equation is. When when we allow those items to make the job suffer, meaning our output is not what it should be or could be because we're being affected by all these other things. That means we're in it for the take. Right. And I think that, um, you know, the, the, the example that I always think of is LOSAP programs. Yeah. Um, and I think LOSAP pr- programs are supposed to be a recruitment and a retention tool. But uh, like I watch departments struggle with a LOSAP program because they aren't allowed to do a drill. Like it happens locally, but by me, you know, if, if I want to call the guys from station seven and say like, Hey, you know, we're doing something in Fairview tonight with uh, stretching lines. If you guys want to pull the engine down here and participate in it, they're stopped from doing that because it's not a district drill. It hasn't been announced and people can't get their low sap points for it because it's not, and like nobody cares about low sap. Nobody cares about the points or if they're going to get it. They just want to sharpen the edge, but it's a stumbling block. And I, and I think it helps kind of plant these seeds of, hey, I need to make sure I'm getting, yeah, I don't want to say it, I, I need to get what's mine, but, you know, it, it, it certainly throws up a roadblock in, in that process. I Listen, it, I agree with you, and I've seen it firsthand myself where, you know, attendance matters. And I'm like, well, I'm here. Like, okay, check me off. Don't check me off. But it's like that guy didn't, that guy didn't respond or that guy in the volunteer world, that guy didn't, that guy came in late after the engine left. He knew he was going to get there late. And now he checks off and he didn't do the same job we did. And we get caught up in all this craziness. And I think that's what detracts from the ultimate mission. And that's what detracts from the job. And I think we get caught up. We're getting too caught up in the details typically. And I think when we do that, Everything else suffers. Now, take it another step, right? You and I in business. National Fire Radio is a business, and we do projects, and we work with manufacturers. A lot of people oftentimes, Rob, right? What do they say to us? Well, what do you guys actually do? You know, and it's like, (laughs) are you podcasts, social media? We're like, yeah, we do it all, right? But, like, for the people that are listening, a little background on us is we also do marketing projects for manufacturers, and we educate manufacturers and companies, OEMs, distributors, and everybody in between. We educate their marketing teams, how to sell to the end user, how to sell to the backstep firefighter. Too often these companies don't have 
firefighters in their marketing departments and they don't know how to advertise and market correctly to firefighters and they're stuck in the traditional means of print ad and things like that and what we've been able to do over the last almost five years now is we've navigated that landscape and we work with different manufacturers some manufacturers we work with behind the scenes nobody even knows we're involved but we work with their marketing teams we build out marketing plans delivery on on you know delivery on their creative we do creative like this coming week we have a big creative project next tuesday down in Pennsylvania where we're going to be shooting live fire uh, you know stuff all day for a manufacturer like these are projects that we work on that nobody knows about and so the thing is for me though is I bring the same conversation and the, the same mentality to the business sense that I do to our social media and podcast and that is to give more than we take it's the same concept in the firehouse we need to give more than we take the firehouse doesn't owe us anything the American Fire Service doesn't owe us anything. What you get from it is your selfishness of whatever that drive is that pushes you to want to be bigger and better as a firefighter and for your self-improvement and your motivation in life. But the, but the, um, you know, the, the monetary side or the incentive side, like those shouldn't be things that push you to want to do better or work better at this job and they shouldn't hinder you working this job. And I'm the same way on our business side, Rob, and you know that, right? is yeah. that I am all about like working with these companies and every time I sign a contract with them or every time I write a contract up, it says in there, we will over-deliver. Right. I will always over-deliver on what we do because we need to do that. And for me, it's super important, right? Is like when you build relationships with companies. Now, you know, listen, for people that have businesses, the other day we did a, I did a podcast with Tim Anderson, Anderson Rescue Solutions, and we talked about firefighter-owned businesses, and we got into some of that stuff. Talked to Sam Massa from High Viz Lighting. I'm trying to highlight some more of those types of conversations so that firefighters who typically have that side job, who typically own a landscape company, plumbers, carpenters, or anything in between, right, their, their side job, if we can get that conversation going a little bit more and educate that, you know, we're all in the same boat with these with these concepts and theories and ideas, uh, then we need to we need to, you know, work with each other on that. And so on the business side for me, we always give more than we take. I probably underbid every job. We probably could make more money. We probably could be doing bigger and better things, but we're scaling at a pace that I think is acceptable at the moment. And we also need to prove to the to the relationships and the companies that we work with that we build trust and that they need to understand that we deliver that value-added service where we're giving them more than we're taking from them. If the project, project or scope is X amount of dollars, I'm going to give them two times that value in my return. Correct. And, and it's also, uh, I mean, I, I'd like to think that as we're, you know, as we operate in this mindset, like to, it's about, because like for us, like it truly is, we take pride in getting the message correct. We, tr- we take pride in putting that and, and, and delivering out that value and, and helping get that. Because ultimately we, one, like it's the right thing to do and we don't want to have a poor reputation with that. But two, like the lives are at stake technically with some of this stuff that we're doing you know if you're if you're trying to build a fire truck for your community and it's our content that's helping you make decisions that are going to deliver an awesome product for the citizens like we take that very seriously it's not a, it's not a joke to us you know if it's a if it's a product that you're trying to buy you know whether it be an sdba hose uh, turnout gear and we're working with a manufacturer lighting you know we want you to be making the decision because we understand the, the responsibility that's on the other end of that which is 
one another emergency services member, whether it be firefighter, or somebody working EMS, or even the cops for that matter, or the citizen, who's really the most important, you know, part of the conversation. So it's it's uh, it's huge. Yeah, and I I mean I look at it this way too, right? Is like everything we do, we sign our name to it. Yeah. Right. So so we accept responsibility for every piece of content we put out. We accept responsibility for every scope we work, project we build, relationship we build. We sign our name to everything we do. We are 100 percent authentic. We don't always get it right. We we often make mistakes. Right. And you and I talked about that the other day on the podcast. We often make mistakes. But what do you do with the mistakes? And then that helps you build back bigger, stronger, and better. And so for me, if we're signing our name to all the content, what does that tell you? There's only one thing left in this world. If we under-deliver, that reflects on us. It reflects on my name, my children's name, my wife's name. Or, Rob, the, the platform that you, me, and Sebi and the rest of the guys have built, like it reflects back on us. And so if we don't follow through, if we don't pull through, if we don't over-deliver, it calls our brand into question. It calls us as individuals into question. And I will not do that because two things that are super important to me, character and legacy. My character, if you ever call my character into question, I come out swinging, man. That is one thing that I will not sit back on. And I, I think to anyone, if you hold yourself to an authentic point of view, where you're true to yourself and true to the people that are, if you're an influencer, kind of like how we are, you know, we have to carry ourselves in a particular way that people believe that the way we are as a personality on air, on social media, on TV, on video, in, in a podcast, it, we're the same when the mics go off and the cameras turn off, that we're the same people with our families in the firehouse, how we conduct business, who we are, right? That's super important. So character is massively important. And then the other thing is legacy. At the end of the day, man, that's all we got, right? Yeah. And it's huge. And, and I'm like, I look, I mean, it, 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 it uh, I'm, I'm, I have a lot of gratitude. And we've had that conversation before to what it is that we have done and accomplished because I'd see like to have, to have random firefighters come up to us and be like, Hey man, we did this on our truck because we saw it on your platform. Or we this helped drive a decision, and we're really happy with it. That I I can't tell you how that one how that makes me feel. And then when you speak on your character, I can say 100%. Uh, Jeremy is telling the truth there because I have I have seen I have seen this happen before where somebody tries to question it, and it is uh, that bell you hear is the uh, bell for the start of the round, and you're probably not going to make more than one. <laughs> I just, listen, I challenge it, right? Like, I, I truly challenge it. I mean, I have not been perfect in life, and I've made mistakes. But the one thing that I, as I've gotten older and more mature, and I understand is that ultimately, at the end of the day, like, my kids carry my name. And how I carry myself and how I conduct myself is the most important thing because it represents not just myself, but my family. It represents my platform, National Fire Radio. It represents my firehouse, my fire company, the guys that work their tails off there. Like These are the important conversations where everything you say and do matters. It goes to your character. And at the end of the day, there's people leaving stupid comments. There's people doing hate. There's people that have problems with society, right? And instead of, you know, taking a half a second and 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 uh and taking a breath before you post a stupid comment or a hateful comment or a or a bullied term, right? That stuff lives in perpetuity, man. Like are you are you ready for your kids, your grandkids, your great 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 grandkids to know that you were an asshole? 
I mean, yeah. that's that's a real conversation that most people don't think about. Everything, Rob, you and I do on this platform that's recorded and put on social media, it's there in perpetuity. It will never disappear unless the world ends and we all die anyway. This stuff will always be here. And my kids, when they have kids and their kids have kids, right, they'll be able to see what their father, grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great, and it goes on and on. They get to see what we've done. And you know what that's? That's legacy, man. And that is why how you conduct yourself and how you carry yourself through life now while you're active and living matters. Matters. Is that is that it? Did I lose you? Is that like a mic drop no, moment no, there I'm or what? Like, I'm, I'm having one of the, yeah, I'm having one of those times where I'm listening to, uh, to what I'm sitting back and listening. It's just, it's just, it's one of those things, but I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't think many people have that conversation with themselves and I do, right? Like we, I didn't know when you and I had that phone call five years ago and I was like, Hey man, I think we could do this. And I, I, I pitched you on this concept of national fire radio and I didn't know where this was going to take us. It was more of a selfish endeavor. Like I think there were some holes in the market. I think we could fill some holes. And frankly, I think where we're headed next year, I think we're going to disrupt this industry. And I mean, disrupt it big time. We have some big, big stuff coming and it's just a little teaser to throw out there, but man, what we're building and what we're going to be able, hopefully to be able to deliver on will really disrupt this market. And so with that comes the fact that whatever we do and how we do it has to be done the right way. We have to partner with good partners. We have to represent ourselves, talk about products that we believe in, work with brands that believe in us and we believe in them. We build relationships. And frankly, as we build and grow, right, it all comes down to our character, the mission of National Fire Radio, building legacy and having tremendous gratitude for what this fire service has given us. I know like what the fire service has done for me in life. Right. And you know, my wife and I would talk about it. And sometimes we talk about it in the negative light that it didn't give me enough back, but I know that's a hard conversation to have because I need to give more than I take. Right. And again, it could be 51, 49, 70, 30, right. It's never even, it can never be even. And sometimes you do take more than you give. But you got to put that in perspective and come back around to understand you need to give more than you take. And so for me, that's just super important. And going forward, that's really important in life. And I challenge people that listen to this. I, I am so grateful for anybody that's willing to take some time out of their day to listen to our content, listen to a podcast, listen to our thoughts. Rob, like I'm, I'm eternally grateful to all those people. And, uh, and so, but I can just say this, man, like I believe in this, this is a hundred percent real conversation. And I would challenge anyone that's listening to this to evaluate their stance in the fire service and in life. And are you giving more than you take? I, I, I think, um, when we talk about value proposition and are you giving more than you take every person who is in the fire service has a moment where they didn't know something. They felt really, really stupid about not knowing whatever that that was, but somebody stepped up without asking with complete humility and they showed you the skill, they righted the wrong, and they put you on the path that you needed to be on to succeed. To, to succeed. And that is exactly to me what the value proposition is, and that's what we try to lift because we wouldn't be anywhere where we are today without the people who helped us get here and i'm not talking just national fire radio i mean it's as individuals as firefighters absolutely and that, and that that's and, and that to me is the fire service and like 
I think sometimes it's funny because we talk about the value proposition with people and they, they sometimes, you know, people will say something like, well, it seems like it's marketing. And I'm like, no, it's not marketing. It's taking care of people. It's taking care. It's doing what we've always done and what we always need to do. It's authenticity, right? It's authenticity. Yeah. We, we can, you can, you can dupe people all you want. You can have smoke and mirrors. You can pretend you don't have to be, you know, you can pretend to be somebody. And then when you go home and look in the mirror and you know, you're not that person all day, but you know what? You struggle with that. People struggle. There's internal struggle that happens with that. And it's the same with businesses. And it's the same with people that are ultimately in it for the wrong reasons over time and longevity. That shit comes out, man. That stuff comes to the top and you can't live a fake lifestyle your entire life. You can't fake that you're not in love with the fire service if you're not in love with it because it shows guys see it, right? So you have to be true to yourself. You got to be authentic. And ultimately, like, there will be times, and listen, I'm guilty of it too. Anything I talk about, I'm guilty of. Trust me. There are days that I get pissed off at the firehouse and say, man, they didn't do this for me. They didn't do that for me. I'll have those yeah. moments. And then you, and then a day or two later when you're stewing over it, you're like, you know what, though? Like, they don't owe me that. I'm not owed that. Like, you know, I, I'm there because I want to be. I'm there because of X, Y, and Z. Like, so, so we just have to have some real conversations and not get lost in the conversation. But... I tell you, man, I appreciate you. What a what a great what a great topic. And I think you and I need to talk more about this. And this is this is why I love like grabbing you because we used to do this on the phone and not record it. And I'm like, why aren't we recording this shit? Right? Yeah. Talk to Rob, talk to real quick, because I know you gotta bounce. So I just want to grab you for another five minutes and then I'm gonna let you go. Talk to, <laughs> we mentioned before about how we work with manufacturers and we do marketing projects, we do social media projects, things like that, right? Talk about some of the experiences we've had where we sat down and talk about the authenticity of who I am when we sit at those board tables with the, the VPs and the higher ups within these companies. How, how do we handle those conversations? Uh, well, I'll, I'll say like you are very brutally honest, but you are respectful. In that, because like really, it's I, I I liken it to a surgeon or a doctor having to give bad news to a patient. Yeah, because sometimes they're missing the mark so badly, and you know, I, and it reminds me of that scene from Full Metal Jacket, like where the the colonels going, you know, inside of each one of these people is an American screaming to get out, like the, the and, and and you're having that conversation to an extent with. With the with the marketing teams and and the people who running are running these companies and you're you're telling them you're trying to reach the American Fire Service and inside every one of those firefighters is an American firefighter who's screaming to get out and he just wants to be aggressive and do his job and you're you're you know this is how you deliver that message you know and you, and you go into it um, we and and they're not they're not prepared for it no. And because everybody's because been lying they surrounded to them. themselves with Correct. people who are like, Hey, you're doing great. This is a good idea. We should really do a lot of work on this. And like, you know what, if we add some pastel colors here and a little sideways writing here, that's going to really work. And I think your message is going to be really like, no, like that is not going to work. And, and we, we have to, you know, even to the point sometimes where, we have to, and we don't do this to be a jerk, but we have to ask the people, like, hey, have you ever put your life on the line? Like, have you ever actually picked up this product and used it? And and all of a sudden, you'll watch the heads turn to that one individual <laughs> who are calling out in the room, and they'll be like, well, well, no. 
Yeah. And, it, you know, the conversation starts from there. It makes for a very interesting conversation. Um, and it goes to a lot of things that I, I believe in. And it's one is surround yourself with people that are going to tell you the truth. Surround yourself with people that are going to punch you in the face. And too often with a lot of the companies we, we work with, they live in this, uh, they live in this alter universe where they think everything is good. And they, they, you know, they high five each other about marketing campaigns. Meanwhile, it doesn't reach anyone because their delivery methods are old and antiquated and the message isn't strong. It doesn't relate to the people that are making a difference in challenging the status quo in the fire service. And so, you know, these are those fun conversations, but we truly like we come in and we'll work with these, with these marketing departments, we'll work with these companies and we'll educate them about what the American fire service truly is all about. um, Because I think that's needed. And I think that there's a way to find partnerships between manufacturers and fire companies and fire departments and the people that are out there training and conferences, there is a glue that can put it all together. And part of this value proposition, and Rob, this is why I was trying to lead you down, I led you down here, right? Is that part of that value proposition is putting aside any take of your own, but making connections and putting people together. And that's what we do so, yeah. so well. I, I was going to say that like the, there was a time where, we, were, we had met with a manufacturer and we were having a conversation. And one of my points to them was, you can, you can go about it the way that you've always been going about it. And I'm sure there's many people who are going to tell you that that's fine. But would you rather dump the money in the chance that the chief might see this one piece? Or would you rather add value to the firefighting as a whole and have firefighters from the lineup going to their bosses and saying, hey... Have you seen XYZ product? Have you seen what they've done? They taught us this, you know, and I, I, I look like a safe company that I love talking about is uh, Eric Allen and Fast Rescue because when they go to the conferences, they're not selling the fast board. He's not sitting there with a bill of sale. He's not trying, he's teaching people how to use, how to, how to save firefighters lives without the fast board. And he starts with that always first. Let me show you how to do these skills. And I've, I've, I've watched him and his crew do that. And then here's the fast board. And if you can, you know, if you're interested, here's our number. But everybody walks away with a better understanding of how to save a firefighter's life after interacting with anybody from Fast Rescue Solutions. And they can immediately go back to a fire that night if they go on shift or they go back home to their fire department and they can utilize those skills. And that is the epitome of what it is that you should be doing in the fire service to increase and add value if you're a company value, so my, my humble opinion value yeah. proposition educate teach and everything else comes with it right and, yeah. and an educated consumer is the best consumer if you have a good product a stand-up product that speaks for itself educate the consumer they're going to find your product and they're going to know the value of it through the education if you don't have a, a great product to put out there, you tend to not let the product speak for itself. And that's when you start getting crazy about how you try to deliver on what that product is. And you start shoving the sales of the product and pushing the product down people's throat. Educate, 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 man. I, I just, it's yeah. so important, but yeah, what a, what a great conversation, man. The, the value proposition matters. And uh, I'm sure, you know, this is, a, this is a conversation that's probably not easy for a lot of people to have. Um, and it's not for everybody. And, you know, but I will tell you this. I think ultimately in the longevity of things, happiness is when you give. And I think truly if you're always on the take, 
and always in it for yourself, you're not going to end up in a positive place that you could if you were willing to give some more. That's just my yeah. belief. So I can tell you where you end up. You end up bitter, angry, and nobody fucking likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. Well, listen, man, that was, uh, that was like 30 minutes. I love you. You are one of my favorite people in this entire world. And uh, thanks for uh, doing this with me. You and I were talking about doing this probably twice a week, just getting some random thoughts out a half hour twice a week, and we'll get it posted. But we are posting every day on the audio platform. This will be posted tomorrow, uh, October 20th. 2022 it will be the 21st tomorrow so it'll be friday the 21st this one will be posted and then we'll be back on monday so monday through friday we're posting a new podcast every single day monday through friday on the audio channels and uh and so on so we got a lot more great interviews and conversations coming out for next week thank you for tuning in rob thanks for taking a half hour with me buddy appreciate you as always man that was a great conversation I, i just absolutely love doing this with you so it's fun Thanks. Ditto. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for trusting me on this whole process and this journey. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I appreciate you having it. And uh, <laughs> if I can do a quick uh, shout out before we uh, end it. Sure. What do you got? Oh, I just want to uh, just want to thank my wife. It's her anniversary. Oh, and she's you been are with me for four years. Such... So thank you, Molly. You I, are I such you. a good man. You really are good. Go enjoy your. Yeah, you're doing this on your anniversary. So get off the phone. Uh, I'm going to close out. Hang for one second. I just want to chat with you for 30 seconds before you hang up. So everybody, thanks for tuning in. Another episode of National Fire Radio on the audio platforms. Please leave a comment, share, like it. We appreciate your support. We do it because we feel that we're making a difference because at the end of the day, we want to give more than we take. Keep talking about the job makes the job better. Jeremy and Rob, National Fire Radio. Fire Radio.